Hi there and welcome to Hugh, which stands for Hope, Understanding and Encouragement. My name is Darren and today I'm going to discuss the last message that Israel received. Not long ago I was uh, browsing through a forum and I came across a question that was addressed to anyone who could answer it. Why did the Jews reject Christ and still reject him today considering that he was one of their own, a Jew also? The person who answered this question answered it with four points and finished it with a conclusion. And these are the four points. He must rule Israel as king. Number two, he must usher in an era of peace. Three, he must rebuild the temple. Four, and most importantly, he must not die until all this is done. And since Jesus didn't do these things, he cannot have been the Messiah. That was the conclusion. So after I read this, I really felt God wanted me to pursue him on this matter. So I spent quite a bit of time praying about this so I could find out what God's thoughts are on this question and answer. After quite a few weeks and a lot of prayer and reading, research, I would like to try and answer this first and fourth point. The first point was, he must rule Israel as king. And the fourth point And most importantly, he must not die until all this is done. Okay, the first question I will ask you is this. Who was Israel's very first king? And no, it was not Saul. It was God himself. For in 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 12, it says this. But when you saw that Nahash, king of the Ammonites, was moving against you, you said to me, no We want a king to rule over us, even though the Lord your God was your king. So in the beginning, when Israel first became a nation, God was their original king. But as time went on, Israel rejected God as their king and wanted a human king to rule over them like all the other nations around them. So what happened here? Okay, let us read 1 Samuel chapter 8 verses 1 to 10. And verses 19 and 20. When Samuel grew old, he appointed his sons as Israel's leaders. The name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second son was Abijah, and they served at Bathsheba. But his sons did not follow Samuel's ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain and accepted bribes and perverted justice. So all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. They said to him, You are old, and your sons do not follow your ways. Now appoint a king to lead us, such as all the other nations have. But when they said, Give us a king to lead us, this displeased Samuel. So he prayed to the Lord, and the Lord told him, Listen to all that the people are saying to you. It is not you they have rejected, but they have rejected me as their king. As they have done from the day I brought them up out of Egypt until this day, forsaking me and serving other gods. So they are doing to you. Now listen to them, but warn them strictly and let them know what the king who will reign over them will claim as his rights. Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking him for a king. Straight to verse 19. But the people refused to listen to Samuel. No, they said, we want a king over us. Then we will be like the all the other nations with a king to lead us 
and to go out before us and fight our battles. When Samuel heard all that the people had said, he repeated it before the Lord. The Lord answered, listen to them and give them a king. So in other words, when the people of Israel saw Samuel's sons acting corruptly as their leaders, they went straight to Samuel, not for Samuel to make an inquiry of God, who was their king, but to tell Samuel what they wanted was a man to be their king. The problem was Israel did not seek God their king to find a solution to this problem. They went to Samuel with their own solution. Even though Samuel did seek God on this matter for himself, Israel was not interested in what God their king had to say. So Israel had made up their own minds, thinking they knew better. And as we all know, from the first human king Saul, right up until their last king Zedekiah, most of them led Israel astray and completely corrupted their own people. Or was Zedekiah really their, Israel's last king? We'll look at that later. But Israel, even now, has forgotten this one very thing. Their original king, who they rejected, is still around and alive today. God. All the other kings that ruled over Israel, they are all dead. So the next question is, who was Israel's last king? Let's find out. In the end, God removed Israel and her kings because they had become so corrupt and lost. And according to the book of Ezekiel, the Spirit of God departed from Israel, just as the Spirit of God departed from their very first king, Saul. But after Israel was destroyed by the Babylonians and taken away captive, God made a promise to Israel through the prophet Jeremiah in chapters 23 and 33 that he would raise up another king through the line of David. Now moving forward a few hundred years comes along this person called Jesus in Israel who according to eyewitnesses declares that the Spirit of God came upon him and anointed him after he was baptized. Then after he was anointed, God sends him everywhere throughout Israel proclaiming the good news that the kingdom of God is coming very soon. Some of the Israelites get excited and see him as this new king and Messiah that God spoke about through Jeremiah. And so they desire or they desired to make him king so that the kingdom of Israel can be restored. But what happens? He dies. Well, that's not supposed to happen. He was meant to rule as king, usher in a messianic age, rebuild the temple and bring peace. So if he is dead, then he cannot do these things and therefore he cannot be the Messiah and King Israel is looking for because a dead king cannot do these things. But Israel is greatly mistaken. Just as Samuel was mistaken when he went to Bethlehem to choose Israel's first human king. Samuel quickly learnt that God looks at the heart of man, not the outward appearance or circumstances. David was not one of the people they were expecting to be anointed as king while Saul was in power. And when King Saul found out that David grew in popularity and in favour with the common people, Saul tried many times to have him killed. In the end, Israel's king was rejected and destroyed by God. And God, by his own wisdom, placed David on the throne of Israel. God, through David, brought great prosperity to Israel. And through David's son Solomon, 
God's temple was built and peace came to Israel. And so it is with Jesus Christ, Israel. Jesus was not the person you were looking for because you were looking at the outward appearance and the circumstances and not at his heart. You tried to kill him just as Saul tried to kill David, but you failed like Saul. That's right, Israel. You tried to kill him, but in the end you failed. God, in his wisdom, raised him from the dead because God looked at the heart of Jesus and found him to be righteous with no blame. God then rejected Israel, its religious leaders, and the temple and destroyed them once again like King Saul on the battlefield against the Philistines. But this time it was by the Romans in 70 AD. This Jesus you rejected has now been anointed king and sits on the heavenly throne. The fact is, Jesus was your last king and still is the reigning king and he will complete all things that were promised to Israel and the world. The problem you have, Israel, is that you are looking for a man to be your king to rule over you when in fact you should be looking to God as your king. You have become like the people of Samuel's day who did not seek God about their leaders but invented their own solution and that was looking to a man for an answer. When you accept God as your king, Israel, as he was in the beginning, then he will open your eyes as you humble yourself before him. Remember, Israel, it was to you that God gave enlightenment, instruction, law, and wisdom when he brought you out of the land of Egypt so that you would be a light, a beacon of hope, a nation we could all learn from by your example. This King Jesus, who reigns from heaven with his undesirable fellows, as many say, here on earth, just as David had all his undesirable followers while King Saul was persecuting him, will return one day here to earth as king, and he will remove all those who reject him and take those who seek him as their king. As promised through his prophet Jeremiah, Jesus will set up the kingdom of God on a new earth within his new temple and there will be peace again. Israel, I do encourage you to search your hearts and seek your true king, your very first king, who is God and not man. Do not look to mankind for answers, for he will let you down, lead you astray like most of your previous kings because they are just flesh. The true Israel will seek Jesus Christ as their king, because God has anointed him to be so. Just as David was chosen before he became king over Israel. And so I will close with this quote from Jonathan, King Saul's son, when he was speaking to his father, in 1 Samuel 19.5. For he took his life in his hand, and he struck down the Philistine, and the Lord worked a great salvation for Israel. You saw it and rejoiced. Why then do you sin against innocent blood by killing David without cause? I could convert that verse like this. For he took his life in his own hand, and he struck down death. And the Lord worked a great salvation for all Israel. You saw it and rejoiced. Why then will you sin against innocent blood by killing Jesus? without cause. Amen to God and to Israel. 
In the next podcast, part two, I will be looking at how Jesus will rebuild the temple and usher in peace. Amen.